you could change any choices you have ever made, would you? You can always make another choice and change the course of your success. Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, holographist coach, Christine McIver. Welcome, 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 everyone. Yes, this is Christine McIver. I am the host of tonight's show, Inspired Choices, here on Inspired Choices Network. And I am so excited for this show. Yes, I've missed all of you. My producer just said in the chat room, we missed you. Yes, the last, I think this is my first show of 2021, if memory serves me correctly. And maybe it's not. I'm not 100% sure. But it is February the 3rd, 2021. And I'm thrilled to be here. I've had a month, uh, a, a good five weeks, actually, of of busy and on overloaded to do's. And I'm thrilled to say that I am really moving forward. And uh, no part in no part um, that was bad. It was actually moving forward in my life and where I lived and into a new beautiful home. I'm so, so very excited. And, you know, when you're creating, you always have to keep tapping into what's working and what's not. And where I was living, did it did work for the time being. And then it was time for a change. So tonight's show is about change as well. Tonight, we're going to be talking about to be or not to be friends with your employees. And you know what? When, when this show wanted to talk to me, I was I was really curious about what was wanting to come forward and there's been a lot has been flowing into into my mind into into the creation of tonight's show and I'm excited because whether you're listening to this show and you are you have a team you have employees or you're part of a team you're an employee for someone else I am telling you tonight's show is for you it, it this is a topic that most people are afraid to speak to. Well, not me. And I'm telling you, I have an amazing team and I still have to hold myself accountable to what is being created within my organization, within my company. So I am the owner of Inspired Choices Network. And I also have another, a few different arms of my business, but that's my overall business is Inspired Choices. And um, under that umbrella, I have a number of different employees, different people that I work with. And over the years, you know, it was for the most part in the beginning, it was mainly me. And then I started to expand my business and employees was an important part of it. Now, the benefit that I had maybe over some of you is that I was in human resources. That was my profession before I actually started my own business. And well, I understand the aspect of human resources and hiring and discipline and termination and, and, you know, all of the aspects of human resources. And it was a great career until it was time for a new one. What I experienced when I was in that, um, in that role, I'm going to share with you tonight. And it's, it's kind of a vulnerable story to share. 
And you know, that's what I do. I share what's really true and I share what will I know will contribute to each and every one of you. So who do you know that is having a challenge with where they're working with their boss? I mean, who hasn't had a boss that challenged them, right? Or if you're an employer, who, who hasn't as an employer had a challenging time with an employee? And I wonder how many of those employers out there that are listening right now would, would actually own up to the fact that they had a big role in the challenges that they've had with their employees. Not too many, but those ones that really want to lean in and really want to move forward and change what's being created within their business and see it from all angles, they're going to listen. And those are the people that I'm speaking to tonight. So if this is the first time you're, you're listening to me, I have a lot of different things that I do within my business. And one of my most favorite things to do is to work with business owners. Business to me is absolute pleasure. And when I'm working with a business owner, um, what's very, very cool is the variety uh, of what I've done in my career and in my business to this point gives me an advantage to assist business owners that are just starting out who, or who have been in business for years to look at every single aspect and what angle they want to come from. Maybe they want to grow. Maybe they're looking at the, at downsizing. Maybe they're looking at the, the employee challenge. Maybe they're looking at bringing their voice, voice to the world. They're looking at things from a, a new perspective from social media. Maybe they're looking at their pricing. Maybe they're looking at they're bored or they're overwhelmed. Wherever that is for you, I am someone that can work with you and loves to do this work with an, uh, an employer, a business owner, whether you're a solo business owner or you do have team members. And I love to work and see what we can do to create pleasure for you in your business. That is really one of my biggest targets is to show business owners, to show solopreneurs, CEOs, executives, how they can truly have pleasure with their business. I have a lot of tools and tricks to share and I get a lot of inspiration when I'm working one-on-one -on -one with someone because their businesses actually speak to me. Yeah, I know it's a little crazy, but that's the way it is for me because I can pick up on the energies of a business. So if this is something that you would love to learn more about, if you'd love to connect with me and just get a little bit of information about how I do that and how we can work together, please email me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca and say, I want to know more. Every single person we connect, we talk for 30 minutes and we see if there really is a match and what it is that you're looking to maybe move through. And maybe, maybe you don't even know what that is. Maybe just by speaking with me, you will learn about some of the areas where your attention is required. So I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to see what we can create for you in your business. So by 2022, February of 2022, 12 months from now, you can really look back and go, wow, what a change, what an evolution I've created within myself, within my business. What would that be like? Okay, let's jump into the show. So again, we're talking about to be or not to be a friend to your employees. Let me ask you, where do you draw the line with employees? Do you even need a line with an employee in order for them to do their job? Hmm. What if friendship is necessary 
or is it in order to have employees step up to their responsibilities? There can be a great relationship created with employees and you, the leader, must know how. So right out of the gate, the very first thing that you've got to acknowledge is as the employer, you own the relationship. And as the employee, you also own the relationship. I know. You both own it? Yeah, you do. Because this is your life. And we spend the majority of our day working in or for someone else. It doesn't matter whether you're delivering the paper, the newspaper door to door, or you're running an executive corporation. You are responsible. You are responsible for your life. And you're responsible for the way that that actually unfolds. And the relationships that you have within that position, within that organization, are the most critical to impact your livelihood and to impact the customers and the clients that you serve. A lot of people don't think it's a big deal. A lot of people think that they can just put up with that person or they can deal with it. Well, I'm here to tell you that the impact of just dealing with something can be devastating. It can take you right to your knees. And that's exactly what occurred in my life. I, when I was working in a very large organization, I was the human resources director for a large, for the province of Ontario, for this corporation. And this corporation was um, a multi-country corporation. And there was a lot of employees within the organization. We had close to a thousand employees. And I was the human resources director for, you know, a good portion of those employees. Now I worked with teams in both countries, but I had one employee. Now, what I made the mistake of doing is I made the mistake of believing that the relationship that my employer, my boss within this organization, the relationship and how he and I interacted and how we were able to have both a personal and a professional relationship, I tried to replicate that with little or no experience of being an employer and with with my employee and it backfired big time. I really thought that you could be friends with someone. I really thought that you could you know, carve out that friendship and everything else would come from it. Now, let's be really clear. Everyone, including even the hardest ass employers out there, they want people to like them. Everybody, everyone wants people to like them. Everyone wants to have the experience of enjoying working with someone else. Well, there is a difference between enjoying working with someone and feeling as though you need to have that person as your friend in order for them to do what you're asking them to do. If you have not developed your self-confidence to the point that you can actually have a very strong strategic, very strong business employee to employer conversation with someone, that is going to be detrimental to the business, to your customers, to your clients to yourself, and most especially to your employee. And this is a critical thing to begin to understand. So back to this story um, that I'm sharing about myself. So I 
hired this person and I was very critical in, in evaluating my, you know, person, uh, all the interviews that I did with individuals and, you know, I'd done human resources and was very successful for many years and recruiting was something that I was very dynamic at. I can very quickly evaluate people. I can quickly see what's required for the position. And if this person has these traits and these capacities in order to do them and to lay out a very clear understanding with in that role for everyone involved. So I did this. I did this. And then once I hired them, I remember actually feeling something shift. I felt this huge responsibility to ensure that this person was successful. And kind of like a parent to a child, you know, you want to make sure that your child is successful in school. So sometimes you'll reach in and help them do their homework. You'll reach in and help them do their projects. Well, that's kind of what I was doing is I was reaching in beyond the training, beyond the support. I was reaching in and really helping her to do her job. And in that aspect, the lines started to blur. So how many of you can honestly admit that the lines have blurred with your relationship with your employees, your team members, or with your boss? There are people out there that are listening right now that they have a very precarious relationship with their boss and they're not super comfortable with it. And they don't know how to deal with that for success for themselves and for their employer as well. So these things that I'm sharing tonight, they are going to be covering both the economic aspect of being uh, an employer or an employee, but also the mental health, also the, the impact that this has on your family, the impact that it has on your future. There is all sorts of areas we're going to go into, and I can tell right now that this show is going to go very, very quickly. So if you are listening live and you would like to join, ask some questions, share your challenge, please come on over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com, join us in the chat room, and we can you can be asking your questions right there or even join our live studio audience. So we are up for our first break of the show. We're going to jump over there. When we get back, we're going to start to dive into the deeper aspects of what took, what actually happened, what actually occurred for me, and then what I've learned from it and how I can show you to change that for yourself. So you are listening to Christine McIver on the Inspired Choices radio show, TV show, podcast, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. Stay tuned, my friends. We will be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? 
Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Inspired Choices Show with holographist coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. So tonight we're talking about, if you've just arrived, we're talking about to be or not to be a friend to your employees. So one of my first questions to you is, what is an employee to you? What, what is your definition of an employee? All right. That's a really important thing for you to look at. And what is your definition of being an employee? What does that mean to you? As simple as that may seem, and the online etymology, all it says, the original definition of his employee is someone who is being paid to work. That's all it says. But that's not what the relationship really totally is, is it? And being an employee can really bring up a lot of different definitions for individuals. And it's very important that you understand what that definition is for you and what that definition is for your employees and your team members. Why is this so important? It is so important because without understanding where each person is coming from in the relationship, and this can apply to any type of relationship, but without understanding the expectations and the definition of each person's role, we can really get into a, a, a traffic jam of communication and, and expectations with each other. And that that is so critical. A lot of people have a really hard time defining things very, very clearly um, right out of the gate with a team member, an employee. And, and there's something I just said, a team member. For me, an employee is, it can be harsh, an employer, an employee. To me, the sound of that, and my experience has shown me that that can be very harsh. And, and, for me, what is clearer in the way that I experience working with individuals on in my business, I see them as team members. We are all team members. We're part of a team who is who has targets and we're executing on those those targets. And we work together. We work, we're not, we're not separated in, you know, different aspects of the organization. We are all working together. We may have different roles, but they all interconnect. And for me, that, that really helps to create a, a um, an understanding of 
where I see us and, and hopefully that draws the people that I work with in even more within the creation within the organization. So there's nothing wrong with the terminology employee and employer, as long as you understand that while that's a definition, there's a human being behind that. All right. And the way that we act with those people, we, the way that we act with the people that are we are employee, employing can have a huge impact on many, many variables within our lives and within their lives. So let me come circle back to the story that I was telling you prior. So I had hired this individual and right away something shifted and I felt this overwhelming responsibility. Now, I really wanted this person to succeed because I knew partially, whether it was consciously or unconsciously, that if she didn't succeed, that it was going to come back on me. And I was really being challenged to grow within my position. And so they were expecting me to grow this individual to take on more responsibilities. Well, this is where things got really blurry. And this is where I started to believe that I needed to be friends and friendly in all aspects aspects with this individual. And that's where I was not as well experienced as I am today of being able to separate the friend, friendly friendship from the expectations of the role that she was being paid to do. And, and step into my role as her supervisor, her manager. And that became so blurred that she started to come from the aspect of that she should have the same privileges, the same, um, the same invitation to coordinate and interact within the organization at the executive level when this was her first job out of university. And she felt that she, that I was holding her back and she began to, um, she began to share this with some of my colleagues without my knowledge. She did not, she was not coming to me uh, really explaining how she was feeling. She said, you know, she'd like to learn more. And I, you know, I would say to her, great, that's awesome. I want to teach you more. That's important. That's, that's our target. Um, but she wanted to be able to do things other things. She didn't want to actually do the job that she was hired. Well, that's not the way that she explained this to other people. And it started to come back to me to the point that I was being held um, in a very different light to what, what the success that I was having in that organization. And it got to the point, and, and I'm not angry with this individual. She did what she did and it led to something even greater in my life. But what it eventually did was it actually moved me into a deep, deep depression. And I actually had a nervous breakdown. And this was back in 2008. And I remember just feeling so incredibly overwhelmed and, and really kind of caught between two, two very strong walls of wanting to succeed, but, but actually having this pressure of I'm not doing a good job at all. And, you know, that was an incredibly difficult time in my life. And the idea of, um, working in that organization and working in human resources just really started to fall away from me. And I, I did, I had a nervous breakdown. I went on sick leave 
And um, the rest basically is history. About six months after that time, when I started to really feel like myself, I, I decided it was time for me to work on my own business. And I started in my own business. Now, I started in my own business as a solopreneur, and it wasn't until starting the Inspired Choices Network, um, which was you know, starting producing radio, which was in 2004, that I actually started to, um, sorry, 2014, that I actually started to have team members and bring people on to my or into my organization. So, you know, I've been learning and growing as we all should be all along, but that experience taught me a great deal. And, and one of the greatest things is as as I was out in the world starting my own business, I was actually doing some human resources work with um, doing some human resources work with an organization part time. And I started to really step into understanding this more and carving out the relationship at the beginning so much stronger with the employees within the organization. And so one of the one of the things that I often will say when I'm hiring somebody is if it should ever come to the point that you will no longer work in our organization, it will never be a surprise for you. And the very first day saying that to someone when they, you've just hired them, you're talking about their, their, their uh, termination, it shocks people. But I'm being very transparent with them and very upfront. And I, and I will say to them, it will never be a shock to you because you and I will have the conversation again and again at what is not working to support you to succeed. So if it ever comes to that point, you will actually be making the decision. I will be doing the paperwork. And that's a very important thing that you make the employee responsible for the success of them in their role. But that does require you as the employer to be very clear, supportive, but clear with them. So let me ask you, do you have clear defined roles in your position with your employees or have you been given that as an employee yourself? Do you know very, very clearly? I work with a lot of solopreneurs, as I've said, and many of them will tell me, I'll say, do you have any team members? And they'll talk to me about them and I'll say, okay, tell me what they do. And they'll be like, well, I think they, they do this and they do this. And it's very wishy-washy. And then I'll be like, okay, so how do you know when they're succeeding? Um, how many hours a week are they working? Um, you know, so how do you evaluate the compensation? Well, we decided on this amount. And oh, that really, really concerns me because here's the thing. You put an employee in a very poor position when you do not have things very clearly laid out. You really put them in a very, very poor position because they don't know when they are succeeding. They don't know where they can grow because you don't even know what they are doing. You don't know if they can take on more work. You have to be evaluating again and again what your employees are doing. They need These things need to be written out so everybody is on the same page. And when you are friends with someone without definition of the roles, that's where the problem comes. So are you friends first 
with your employees? Do you think you need to be friendly with them in order for them to want to work with you? Or are you willing to sit down and put on your business hat and say to them, okay, this is what I require. What can you do? What are you comfortable doing? How many hours a week are you comfortable working? And, and then have them actually document what they're doing so that you can be able to see it, all right? It's not from the aspect of just making sure that they're doing their job, but it's also supporting them to understand where they are succeeding and what the expectations are in that role. When those things are very clear, the relationship gets to grow simultaneously as they grow within the organization. And that's a win-win for everyone. When you have an employee who is not clear about their role, who is not clear about what they're supposed to be doing, and they're not feeling any kind of expectation or pressure to do the work, they start to get distracted. They start to feel that it's not that important. They may unconsciously be sabotaging themselves because they don't know how to hold themselves accountable to get the work done and let you know that, hey, you know what, this is not enough work for what you're paying me. Can you imagine actually having someone tell you that? That is a very important thing that people feel that they are worthy of receiving what they're receiving. Because let me tell you, that's another show. But most people do not feel worthy of what they receive, whether it's in, in money from an employee or, or gifts or compliments or whatever the case may be. But transparency within the relationship from an employee-employer relationship allows you both as the employee and the employer allows you to grow and allows you to see where things are working and where they're not working. So many, many, many employers get frustrated with their employees. And then when I speak with them, they are confused at what they're doing and why they're not succeeding. And when I ask them, when's the last time you've had a conversation with them? I'm telling you, over 50% of the time, they're not having conversations until they're angry. Well, what's that going to create, right? It's just chaos. So one of our, our producers in the chat room says, one of the harshest realizations I came to as a business owner, that the friends I had within my staff were not really friends so much as employees that were friendly. I had a tough time with the idea that as soon as they weren't relying on me for a paycheck, their interest in my life dwindled. That impacts that would have impacted her mental health, her emotional state of being. And that can then, you know, if there was 10 people within the organization and a couple of those people left and that was the experience she had, that can impact the current employees that she had as well. This isn't very, it's not a difficult thing to do, my friends, to understand about the, the friendship and the the employment relationship. It's not a difficult thing to do um, once you start to see all the aspects and the benefits of it, but it can impact you so harshly if you are not doing it. And that can linger and that can take you into a different direction with your business, with your success. It will impact your revenue within the organization at time and time again. You know, we talk about 
the most employment resource we have in an organization is the employee, the human resource. But so many people do not have the skills or the know-how on how to define and really nurture those relationships within an employee employer. So we are up to our next break of the show. As I said, this show is going quickly. We're going to go for our break. When we come back, I'd love to take any questions or comments that you might have. And we're going to dive in more around what can actually occur and how you can change it right out of the gate. Or if you already have an employment relationship, how you can change that now to really succeed for everyone. So you're listening to Christine McIver on the Inspired Choices radio show, TV show, podcast here on the Inspired Choices Network. Stay tuned, my friends. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you ready to have pleasure with your business? Yes, I said pleasure with your business. The pleasure of business a la carte will surprise you with topics like Meet yourself in the boardroom. Money, services, and you. Expand your visibility. The pleasure of communication. The pleasure of Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Christine McIver has so much pleasure with business and loves teaching all things business. Beginning a new business? Desiring to expand a current business? Or looking to resurrect a business that has been dormant? This program will get you fired up and bring more pleasure than you have ever imagined. Exhausted with your excuses for not creating a phenomenal business? Join now for all the pleasure with business. Pleasure of Business a la carte gives you total choice for what you desire and what your business requires. That's 24 weeks of different topics to choose from with weekly calls, audio and video recordings, and PDFs. This class will have you dive right in and use tools to create the business that has been speaking to you. Go to inspiredchoices.ca for full details or join the Facebook page, Pleasure O Business a la Carte. Now is the time for you and your business. This is the Inspired Choices Show with holographist coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my friends. 
Okay, we're going to dive, keep diving into talking about the friendship, the possibility, be a friend or don't be a friend with an employee. So let me ask you this. If you are an employee or an employer, and let's say from the employer's perspective, if your employee really messed up on something, how comfortable on a scale of one to 10, 10 being super comfortable, how comfortable would you be in, in picking up the phone or having a face-to-face -face over video with that employee and telling them about the challenge that they've created, about the problem that's the outcome and about growing and moving forward on a scale of one to 10? If you were, if you chose the number anywhere below eight, then you have a challenge with your relationship with your employee. It is critical that you are able to have those conversations. You may not really look forward to them, but it's critical that you're able to have them and to be able to have them with compassion, kindness, and expectation. Yep, I said expectation. We talk a lot about not having expectation and about how that takes away judgment. But the fact of the matter is, is when you have an employee, there is judgment involved because you have to judge whether that person is succeeding or not succeeding. And let me tell you, this is critical. If you think not saying something to an employee is actually doing them a favor, you're dead wrong. You are dead wrong because you are not showing this person where they have an opportunity to grow. A lot of people, I mean, I have been part of um, terminating employees for years. I mean, that it's not a big deal. I can remember the very first time I was in the room when someone was being fired and I'm saying fired because that's the energy of how I felt. I was a nervous wreck. I was a nervous wreck. I felt so terrible for that person. I felt like, like, you know, we just destroyed her world and I've been fired. I have been fired. And that's the experience that I had is if I, my world had been destroyed but that's not true at all. It actually was a gift. We may not be able to see it initially, but it was a gift because I could see that that position was holding me back from growing big time. And that is the truth with every employment relationship. When it's time to terminate someone, you're not doing them a favor. If they are not making you happy and they're not fulfilling their role within your organization, whether your organization is just the two of you or you've got thousands of people, it doesn't matter. If you are keeping them there because you're afraid to hurt their feelings, you are not being confident with knowing that you're unhappy with them. I can tell you, guarantee that there's a big aspect that they're not happy with as well. They're not growing. If somebody is not succeeding, they're not going to grow. And the fact of the matter is, is we are always growing Every single solitary person, change is normal. Growth is normal. Growth is important. And if you really care about another individual, about someone that is in your employment, whether you are friends or friendly with them, regardless of that, if you care about them, you're going to want to see them grow. You're going to want to see them succeed. You know, within my organization, and, and I have a unique organization, I know that, 
my, uh, the, the team members on my team, they're part of this organization when we're all about personal development and growth. And I know that as they are being invited into more and learning more within the organization and learning from all of these fabulous hosts that are on the network that are, are teaching, continuously teaching, I know that my team members are going to grow and are going to eventually move forward to a bigger role within their own employment, employer relationship. I expect that. I don't expect them to stick around forever. And you should never expect your employees to stick around forever. You should want them to grow and expand. But I'm telling you, it is absolutely critical that if they are making you unhappy, there's a big aspect of this role that they are in that they are not happy with. And what are you doing? What are you doing if you're not having this conversation with them? You will begin to develop resentment towards these individuals. They're going to feel that. Resentment is an energy that we carry in our body. It's a very heavy angry energy. And that is something that will impact your mental health. It will impact your physical health and it can develop into some terrible, terrible diseases. It's, it's actually resentment is, is known in some different areas of being the number one thing that actually can take us down. And so this is important that you pay attention to this. And if you have a hard time understanding how to have those challenging conversations, please reach out to me. This is not difficult for me at all. And I learned this over the years. I learned to be able to have these conversations with compassion, with understanding and really seeing the importance of taking care of people by having these straight up conversations. And it's a gift that I know that I've developed and I'm so grateful for it. So here's, here's a question I often ask employers that are challenged, that don't know what to do with an employee and, and within their organization, and they're stuck, and they don't even know how to have that conversation. I ask them this one question, and it's so funny, because I very rarely get the whole question out before they answer me. So if you were going to hire that person tomorrow, would you? And if your instant is no, then they need to go. They need to go for them and you. This is not something that is singularly focused. This is for everyone because the relationship is not working. The employment relationship is not working. But back to the friendship piece, if you've become friendly with them so much so that the friendship is, is overshadowing the employment relationship, you are hurting everyone involved. You're hurting your customers, your clients, your business is not able to grow and you most certainly are hurting that individual because you're not holding them accountable to an expectation. So eventually when the relationship does end and you do, maybe you fire their ass, right? What are they walking away with? They're probably going to be very confused. They, they would think, my God, we had this relationship and now they're devastated personally and they're devastated now from their aspect of their relationship uh, in, in an employment position. It's not a contribution to not have clarity. It's critical that we have clarity with someone. And it's critical that when you see them doing something that does not meet the requirements of the position, this is not about an individual. This is the requirements of the position. I'll always say, okay, here's the role. Can you do these? Are these the things you can succeed at? Okay. You need to tell me if these 
these positions or this position and these aspects of this position, if you're not able to fulfill them, you need to let me know that. All right. It's not about the individual. It's about are they succeeding at the at the role, at what's required in that role? It's the same as if someone got into a car accident, let's say, and, um, you know, they broke their legs, okay, to, to the point that, you know, they couldn't walk anymore, like, God forbid, but they couldn't walk anymore. But their position was something that they had to walk constantly. It was constantly, maybe they're walking around a, a factory supervising people, or maybe that's not a great, great example, but you get the aspect. If, if it's a bona fide job requirement, then they can't do it. Well, the, you need to see all of the tasks within the role of what you've laid out. And it's important that you've done that. If you haven't done that, if you haven't laid out a standard operating procedure of the roles with that position, you need to do that for sure. So there's really great clarity for what they need to be doing before you even hire them. But if they're not able to do that position, because of whatever is going on, especially that you cross the line, you've blurred the line with the relationship, then that needs to change. And it needs to change now. Ask yourself this. What would happen to your business if that person left your organization tomorrow? What would happen? Would you become overwhelmed with work? Would you be working around the clock, which would impact your health, would impact your relationships, would impact how much quality um, service that or products that you could actually be delivering to your customers and your clients? If they could leave tomorrow and you don't have a clear, respectful relationship, the employment relationship comes first. If you don't have that clarity, you are at risk, your company your business, and you are at risk. This is very, very important for you to get that clarity. We are up to our final break of the show. When we get back, we've got, I've got a few more questions that I want to share with you. I've got something that I want to invite you into, and I would love to hear your comments or your questions. If you're listening to the show in the replay, please feel comfortable sending me an email, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. Um, I'm happy to answer your questions through some emails. And if you'd like to connect and learn more about working with me, I'd love to invite you into that as well. So Christine at inspiredchoices.ca and uh, stick around, my friends. We're going to have some more of the show right after this break. So you're listening to Christine at Inspired Choices on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Inspired Choices Show with Holographist Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for being with me. I'm so excited to have you here. We've been talking about employees and the friendships that we develop with our employees, with our employers. Let's be really clear. If you're unhappy, they're unhappy. If you're unhappy as an employee, if you're frustrated, I can guarantee you that your employer is as well. What would it be like if you could actually have a clear, open conversation, an open dialogue without someone trying to defend or hurt each other, really having that clarity? It's so important that we do this out of the gate, that we make it very clear around the expectations. And one of the tools that I often say to people is like, when you sit down to say, okay, we're going to put our business hats on right now, or we're going to put our employment hats on right now. And so that they understand, okay, this is going to be a different conversation, especially if you've had a good friendship with the individuals. All right. Be kind, but be clear. When you are kind and clear, you create greater for everyone involved. And this is something that we need to be honest with ourselves about. And we need to actually support each and every person involved to be successful. If you've blurred the lines, now's the time to clarify. Not from an anxious place, not from a, from a pushing place, but really from a, you know what? As you as the employer, you, you have to own this piece, okay? If you're an employee, you can step into it, but you know, if the employer doesn't understand it, it may not work out. But as the employer, you need to sit down with them and say, you know what? We didn't do this out of the gate and I, that's, that's on me. We need to be very clear and we need to lay this out. And, and they will probably, in most cases, I have found that they want this kind of clarity. People want to know exactly what's expected of them so that they can either say, yes, this works for me or no, it doesn't. Okay. But having those conversations makes all the difference in the world for us to be able to succeed in our lives. And it creates so much possibility. So, so much possibility. What I want you to ask yourself, this is a great question, is why did I hire this person? What was it about this person that really popped for me? What was it that they said? And what was it that I wanted them to do 
is that where we are today? Has things changed, right? When was the last time you actually asked your employees or your team members, are you happy in your role? Are you still happy with what you're doing? Is there any area of that that you're not enjoying? Will you let me know? Do you keep the lines of communication open? Even if you know things are going well, do you continue to check in? That's a very, very important because it gives them the opportunity, even when you're asking those very light questions, it gives them the opportunity to bring something forward if they're uncomfortable, if there's something that they're maybe not as experienced talking about, that will give them the opportunity to bring it forward. You know, I've had I've had conversations with people that have gone famously well and where it was like, you know, I think you've grown past this or I think the role has changed that you're not happy in it anymore. And, you know, I, I pride myself on being able to have these open, vulnerable conversations. I want people to succeed. I desire for all of us to succeed, including me and my business. That is down to me. So if you know that you've blurred the lines or you don't know how to make them clear with your employees, please reach out to me. Let's change this so everyone can succeed. And let's really start to lean in and look at where we are in our lives. Where can we be in our future? You know, we spend so much time in our business and especially at what's been going on in, in 2020 and 2021. We want to honestly, we all want to honestly look at how we can make it even better, what we can do in our daily lives to make it more joyful, to really bring, bring pleasure to our lives and our day-to-day -day lives within our organization. So next week, we're going to be talking about language leads all your creations. It's going to be a fun show. We're going to be talking about talking. And what does that really mean and how that can change with, with the, the whole idea of growth and, and really bringing yourself forward within your life. I love talking about this. And, you know, if, if this is something that you're interested in in growing your business, please come join the show. Please join the show live. Or if you can't, you're welcome to send in your questions and your comments. And I'll definitely answer those on the air. So again, if you're looking to grow your business and you're looking to expand or really find how you can be more prosperous in your day-to-day -day lives, I'd love to hear from you. I do work with people one-on-one -on -one, and I have this great strategic business package where I look at all aspects of what's going on with you so we can fine-tune everything so you can have more financial success and more joy success in your life. It's not difficult, but sometimes when we're so deeply into it, we can't see it. Having a coach is one of the greatest ways to be held accountable, to move you forward, and to grow your understanding of how you can expand your business. I would love, love, love to work with you. The clients that I work with, the business owners I work with, they bring me so much joy, and I love to see them growing as well. So 
please be sure to, to reach out to me. And if you're someone who's thinking about bringing your voice to the world, if you're thinking about expanding your opportunities in the world and expanding your connections with people all around the world to grow your business, you can absolutely reach out to me and talk to me about the hosting opportunity. We are on more than 220 platforms with our radio, TV, and podcasting platforms. So until next week, my friends, have an amazing week. Lean in, send me an email, and remember, you can always make another choice. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, be willing to choose what you really desire. This is your life, making the choices that bring you all that you desire.